that note, we are just too sweet. Attention Wrestling Disorder, episode 25, first show of the new year. I am special show, the whole show, nothing but the whole damn show. We got Chuck Coffee. Or Chuck Beer today, who's gonna drink this entire beer on this podcast? Don't like you. Oh, the man to keep the lights on for WWE's main event. The only man known about the main event. Hot Rod Samantha 21. Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> and our return guest. I want return to say the first, the first ever return guest. First no one, shit, Brian really. Mannix yeah. is back. Brian Mannix oh, oh. back. What's up, Brian? How you doing, buddy? Welcome back. Happy New Year, gentlemen. Thank Happy you New Year, gents. Yeah, Happy New Year. Uh, thank you for having me back. Brian Mannix, no nicknames or catchphrases needed. I just bring what I got. That's all I fucking need. But I I tell you, man, if I'm your first uh, repeat guest, your other guests must have been horrible. If I'm your first repeat guest, I mean, come on. Oh, we man. just like you. Hey, give, me, <laughs> hey, give yourself a little bit more credit than that now. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, I'll be story. honest with you. I like you more than I like Rod. I'm kidding. I'm goalie kidding. Hey, I, think, I think that double, double. What? Well, because you two are haters, that's why. So actually, no, guys. I actually, because it's New Year, I have some uh, year in review things to quickly touch on. Well, theory, theory. Uh, I'm getting there. I have okay. theories. I have everything. I have numbers, and I have a theory after that. The numbers are more important. Oh yeah, we got to talk numbers since this is our official. There's new- numbers here. I, I, so Rod, RJ, Brian, all listeners out there, I've been doing some recap in my listenings. And I've gotten some very important statistics okay. for this episode for one year anniversary. All right. I, I counted. I paid a very attention details to this. I made 834 anti-impact wrestling comments. Because you were truly the most ultimate degenerate, but continue. So much so that there was even an episode where I actually fell asleep for half the episode because these two were rattling off about impact. <laughs> If you look at our ratings on our, uh, if you look at our Q numbers, that that was our lowest rated one because you talked about impact the whole time. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was too. I also got a larger count of 3,807 counts of RJ show making anti Riho comments. Oh God! Because <laughs> Riho is horrible, so that's 20,000. 426 times Rod said, pipe down, stop hating. <laughs> How many old boys can you have? give me? If you give it with you two. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I, I did get a number on that about 644 times. So with that being said, I have a new theory. And this right. theory is about you, Rod. So Oh, this Rod, to be good. you have told me many a times that you are the most electrifying man. Is this correct? This is factual information? Yes. So yeah, what okay. was your doctor told you once? That you had a, a excessive electrolytes in your body? Yep. And that you have actual electricity in your body. Is this correct? Yep. So that what, what you're really telling us means that if we plug you into an outlet, you're going to charge and recharge. Is this correct? Oh, it's possible, yeah. So it's really, so, so wait, wait. So you, what you're telling us is that you're really a robot. And that you're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's it. Yep, that's it. How'd you guess? 
That's not. I know. I'm trying to keep that. I'm trying to keep that damn secret. I I need a sip of this to tell. I I got this is story time, guys. I got a whole theory story about. Oh Oh, Lord, here we go. You need to hear this. I need a cheers, everybody. Happy New Year. Cheers. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Gotcha. Ten pound, whatever you got. My hand. Okay. Okay. So here's my working theory. Bought me one. Yes, sir. Well, Rod, again, before I go on my theory, remember, this is a real beer. This is a 90-minute IPA. This is not water like your Coors Light. Pipe down over there. Okay, so, all right, I need another, I need another good stuff. I need to get the zone for this story. Okay. So here's my theory. Rod is a robot. He is the Rodinator. He is actually a robot android from the future. Okay? Oh, and yeah. his entire mission and his program mission is to protect wrestling from destroying Cape <laughs> oh my god. And Brock Lesnar is Skynet, straight up. Oh god. So, so in his time, there is actually a Mount Rushmore of wrestling. But here is the kicker and the problem with it. Okay. Three of the heads are John Cena. <laughs> and the fourth one is Brock Lesnar. So Brock Les so he came back in time. The Rodinator came back in time. To protect the world of kayfabe and, you know, to discredit people like me from exploiting how great Brock Lesnar is so that the Rushmore is four heads of John Cena. Oh, Jesus. Well, wouldn't Cody be the other head now? Um... Oh, I'm sorry. And you got a guy who's actually that's honoring, honoring his stipulation and not going after the world title. But yeah, yeah, you already seen that John Cena, same shit, he's different such a toilet. horrible person. Yeah, same shit, different toilet. Get to Sammy Guevara, oh my is. god. But going back to my other You're theory, right, because so, he, only, he only got back a title that only took him like over a year to get back and he didn't even get a rematch for it. But okay, Sammy yeah. barely had the title, Sammy barely had the TNT title. And Cody Rhodes decides, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take it from you. RJ, or what I failed to whatever. tell you about, about this whole um, theory is that not only that, but AEW doesn't exist, so Cody Rhodes doesn't exist in the future. And you know who exceeds Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch as the most winning WWE champion in WrestleMania moments? Riho. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> because this is this is the Rodinator. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for the degeneracy you are having to listen to right now. I apologize ahead of time. Why? I apologize ahead of time. Would you even think that? I apologize ahead of time. Because he's a Rodinator and he's been sent back in time. He's a he's a robot android sent back in time to protect Cape against the Skynet that is Brock Lesnar. This is why James Cameron made like six movies about this. Where have you guys been? James Carrot made the like New Day are the only tag team champions because of that? Probably. Ugh. Hey, oh you know who your champions are in uh, the future? It's it's John Cena, Riho, the New Day, and um Cringe. Hart came out of retirement who? at 70 years old and is the US champion. Who is who? Bret Hart. Oh my god, such a damn degenerate. <laughs> that I wouldn't have a problem with. Bret Hart with a title, I wouldn't have a problem with. Yeah, but Riho is the most winning champion in in the future. Because Rod 
I like to know how many of those Stop you it. had before we took the air. Because don't even ask. How, how <laughs> do you think of that shit, man? How do you think of that? I thought it was sober. I, I answer that question for you. I, he's degenerate. This, this was sober Bob. thinking. He is a degenerate. That's how he thinks. Of Brian, show. this is sober thinking, my friend. Oh, my goodness. I just this have a crazy twist in mind. Well, That's pretty I mean, impressive. It's the mind of Rod, <laughs> so I guess I could see how awful that would that world would be. The booking of the Rodinator. Oh god, because you're just a Rio hater. That's why. <laughs> but, 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 I'm okay, sure but let's go. love um, what they'll probably do for Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. Then Rod re- redoing the uh, couples match, but just replacing um, Cena and. Uh, Bella with uh, Edge and Bella. All I I say is this. All I have to say is this. If that undeserved piece of crap become a WWE champion, means Lashley winning the Rumble, we finally get Brock versus Lashley. I'm all for it. That is the only reason why Lesnar should be champion right now. The only reason. If we don't get that, Vince is a fucking idiot. Rod, are you surprised? Rod, are you really surprised that Lesnar's champ? Yes. Me dude, too. Should even, dude, dude should not even been in that match. The only Chuck, why, why am I scared right now? Why are you scared right now? Right. From what he's saying, what's scaring me? Do you guys know? And you agree with me. Exactly. But I will say that, that something amazing did come out of this. You actually successfully protected Roman Reigns from dropping his title. <laughs> yeah, because I'm the reason why he got COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah, say. It was me. It was it was all Rod Hancock. Hashtag blame yeah, Rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blame Rod. Hashtag blame Rod. No, no, no. But no. But all joking aside. No, but seriously though, it is a shame that Roman has COVID. I hope he feels better. You know, rest yeah. up. It's the shit's sure. rampant right now. Don't fuck yeah. around with it. But but it actually worked out though that that happened because now you can actually have Lashley and Lesnar without any hurdles, and you can actually build towards another story with Roman. Which, and of course, doesn't look like I've heard uh, something going on today. Doesn't look like, of course, it doesn't look like that's going to happen, and it, which wouldn't surprise me because it makes too much sense. Looks like they want to go back to Roman Brock at WrestleMania again. But here's the thing, though: if they're going to make different. a title, if they're going to make a title for title unification, I'm all for it. I don't care who the champions are. No. I don't care who the what the. It could be Cena Orton. For the nine millionth time, that okay. already happened like eight hundred times over. <laughs> and, and they've unified the last time they unified the titles. It was those two. I don't. So care. I heard something. Who, whoever that... you use to unify the titles, whoever you use to unify it, as long as they're unified. I hate each show having its own champions. Whoever invented that should be shot. It kills the credibility of the, of the champion, no matter who it is. More people, opportunities. You know, up until like what I uh. It, so uh, earlier today, I would have loved to seen him go Drew versus Roman, but Drew's gonna be out for a while. He's got neck problems. That's why they did that whole. That's why he had the jobber match. Yeah, yeah, and that's why. And that's they why they beat him down after. Why they attacked him after the because match. Because that would that would that would have been a good uh, what's the name right there? Drew versus uh, Roman on SmackDown. So yeah, that would have been a money feud right there. But unfortunately, that's not gonna happen. You guys probably don't know about this. I someone told me a theory. Yesterday, I don't know how true it is, but the fact that um, that they were talking some um, about what you were talking about, Brian, a unification match at the Royal Rumble, and that it looks like 
there there was a rumor about an Edge Lesnar uh, plan for 38. I don't know how Please true no. that is. Please no. Uh, I would rather see Edge and AJ Styles. I would rather see Edge and Styles at Mania. I mean, that would be cool too. I don't know. Well, I mean, that. But, you know, I'd rather see Edge cool, fighting high really profile do, matches and having title matches. My thing is this though: Would they really do two unification title matches in one month? No, they shouldn't. They should unify the main titles because it makes the title more valuable. But I agree with that. But I like guys like Edge. It's like okay, you're almost fifty. You don't need a fucking title match to get over. Put profile matches on, quality matches to end your career. You don't need another title run. That's my response. That's my response to what Jay said when I said there's too many titles. One title of having two, it it kills the credibility. Unless they're going to bring the brands together, that's part. They're probably going to keep them each each brand having the championship. What I think they should do. Because Jay says it creates more opportun- title opportunities. Not every wrestler, you don't have to be going for a title to get over. Remember that Some time the Jake the Snake held the title? I'm sorry? Remember that time Jake the Snake was a world champion or a champion of oh, any yeah, kind? Yeah, I remember. Because he wasn't. Jimmy <laughs> exactly. Zappa. I know that. DiBiase, <laughs> he wasn't. Mr. Perfect. You know, some of the best. Rick Rude, okay? Uh, Ted DiBiase was the million-dollar champion. Technically, yeah, well, Rick Rude was a world champion WSW. Just got to put that out there. But my point is, some of the best feuds were right. not about a title. No, okay? it was the storytelling. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about. What I think they should do, unify all the titles, go back to what they did when they first did the brand extension, when the heavyweight champion or women's champion were on both shows, have the champions on both shows. It'll be a pain in the ass coordinating it travel-wise, but get somebody who's good at math and who's well-organized, you could do it very easy. The good luck with that. Going both shows. Good luck with that one. They can't even get they can't even get writers who actually know professional wrestling well or get somebody to do that. Oh, Rod, I'm not holding my breath at all. In a perfect <laughs> world, that's what they would do. But this world I is can't argue perfect, this. and so is that company. Okay. Speaking of bad it's- writing, Brian. Mm-hmm. The burial. The burial. Here we go. Here we go. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Becky, uh, big time Bex, But she wins again. Big time we'll Bex. We'll the other burial, too. Don't worry. There's a lot of burials. We'll touch more on the other one, too. There's, there was the multiple burials. I wasn't sure. Uh, Jay, I thought you were talking about a completely different burial. So yeah, so did I. I. I was expecting that one to be the one he was talking about. Yeah, which exactly. Burial? All three of them, yeah. So which one are you talking about? Becky burying Liv Morgan? Yes. Okay. Two things with, with that with that burial. All right. Number one, now the last time I was here, by the way, the guys have been nice enough to invite me on twice since my last show. Because we like, like you. Yeah, and I appreciate some, somehow because you're on drugs or something. But oh, uh, yeah, that's all. Hey, I take it as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a compliment. but we uh, uh, but you should absolutely. So anywho, um, and I was unfortunately I couldn't make it, but um, I'm glad to be here today. I thank you guys for having me back. Anytime, the last time, no problem. Asked, Cheers, dude. Oh, boy, God bless, Slancha. Salute. So, I asked you guys who you thought was the most misused wrestler in WWE, not in wrestling. I just and said then it. one of you asked, what about women? Okay. 
And Liv Morgan me. got a couple oh. votes. Naomi got a couple votes. I said, the number one, and it's, no, it's even more obvious now, Piper Niven, unfortunately, uh, better known, and in some circles only known as that awful, from the name. No, that, I know. I agree. That name is awful. I, don't, I refuse to call it. That name is yeah. I remember, I remember me Wait, you, you, you had a conversation like about that. Hold on, Rod. You don't like Dewdrop, or you don't like the woman at all? No, I don't like. I don't like that name. Oh, I love it. When I she think was a lot of people in NXT, NXT UK, she was amazing. But then to come and give her that dumbass name, right? So, the, but, but the reason I bring it up is you guys said Liv Morgan, and yes, Liv Morgan's a hell of a talent. But you know what? I'm glad you guys brought it up. Because brought that up because the last time you invited me was around Christmas and I wanted to bring this up. Jay and I, uh, Jay, we argued about uh, war games. You called it war games. Yeah. I gave it a positive review. I gave it a thumbs up at the end. The I love people, war games. I like it too, Rod. And the reason I like the reason I gave it a positive review. First of all, the Women's war games. I, I know this is old news, but I haven't been on in a while. But it has a lot to do with what Jay's talking about with the burial. Carry on. <laughs> when, when the women's war games match, what I thought it was, I was worried about. That's the match I was most worried about. I thought there were some girls that had no business being in war games. All eight girls worked their asses off. All of them yeah. took a beating. Um, I thought the storytelling was fantastic. I thought they sold. Cora's uh, injury very well. I thought okay. you made a star. Honestly, yes, I, I, I agree. I 100% agree with that. You and, made, and a, you made a star. Pulling her shoulder the way she did. Oh, that, that was awesome storytelling right there. Sky Blue oh, Jr. It made you believe. God. It made you honestly but believe. Sky Blue Jr. I, guys, I've been watching this for over 35 years. I'd never seen anything like that. And it had two things I'd never seen before. You're, you're lucky if you have a match or a whole show or a whole year that shows me nothing I've never seen before. That match had two things. The, like you said, Rod, with the uh, EO saying, okay, come on, I'll stop it in place in the middle of a fucking match. And number two, I think it was Gonzalez taking Dakota Kai, who I think is worth a bag of garbage, into a garbage can. And swinging hard. Like a, like a guy. Ground, oh, that was great. That was great. Amazing. Good spots. I don't remember what made me call it four games, to be honest, but that, that was a good spot. You're just a WWE hater, hater, bro. That's all. Basically. Yeah. The first match was good. That was excellent. The second match was the tag team match between Imperium and um, Wagner and O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. That's that, when I tuned out. When, when pretty much when O'Reilly left. Yeah. Right, right, and, and pretty and much that's WWE. when Ben Wagner turned heel and O'Reilly yeah. was gone. That, no, when he was on the, the the Wednesday, the the next. Yeah, they had okay, that own. was his last. That was like his last appearance, though. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? But he's on a great like He's good. I'm still not sold on Wagner, but you know what? I thought the match like was him. very good. The Mom, Imperium good. looked fantastic. Imperium is one of the best things in NXT right now. They deserve to be where they are. I they love looked They're excellent. O'Reilly had a great last match at the end of the match. They're all chanting, thank you, Kyle. Um, ter- terrible heel turn, but um, and then you saw, then the show dipped a little bit, but the last War Games match 
Again, very good. And I loved how you had they had the big nets of wrestlers that either weren't on the show or coming attractions. I love the big nets. The big nets disappeared for years. If there's one good thing about this 2.0 bullshit, it's they're bringing back the big nets, which I, I like big nets because that's a dope. That I love the big nets. I'm sorry. Big nets or vignettes? Big nets. Vignettes. Yeah, vignettes. So. And, and, and big nets too. Watch out for them. They, 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 yeah, they I, so I like them. But but and I'll just close my point. You guys were nice enough to let me tell my whole point. Um. So um. But they had the big nets. I love the big nets because you know it gets people talking, thinking. It gets the wrestler over before they even make their TV debut. Like Tiffany Stratton, you couldn't wait to see her face. Then of course she turned around. I'm thinking I waited all this time for that. But anywho. <laughs> I and love her the theme Nets. song sucks. I'm sorry. Her theme it, it, fits her, it fits her character. Well, yeah, it fits her character, but here's a problem with WWE right now because of who's writing their theme songs. Let's call it. Let's call a spade a spade. What uh, currently of all the theme songs they're using, what's what's like a really good one WWE right now? Name like one notable one. Ever since they fired Jim Johnson, it's been downhill. But guys, let me just finish my point here because we're Go going all over the place. So, the, Not Rio, Rio, when, Rio. when uh, War Games ended, it gave me, I ended the show with the message I've been aching for WWE to give me. It looked like, yes, was there room for improvement and a long ways to go? Absolutely. But it looked like Vince was trying to put together the future, was trying to start planting the seeds to compete with AEW. Then the next night on Raw, that continued. It was a good Raw until Becky Liv in the main event, that finish. It's been downhill ever since. Now, since then, yes, there are moments where I say, you know what? I think because let's talk about another guy we talked about last time I was on, Kevin Owens. One of the most shocking moments of the past month was KO re-signing with WWE. Yeah, that was was weird. It's one of three things happened. Number one, they offered him money. Number two, they yeah, offered him the money. <laughs> or two, they offered him years, more years, more security. Or three, he knows something we don't know about AEW or about WWE. He may be saying, doesn't look it now, but Vince has a plan. And they're all going to be uh, crawling back here. Who knows? Maybe not. I, I Maybe could see that happening. Yeah. So I could see that happening. Whole, I hope not. About theories. That was my theory. When I turned off uh, War Games, I, the future kind of looked promising. Then the next night on Raw, Becky beats Liv in just horrific fashion. After all that, all that build yeah. you end the match like that. Nah, was, and then it's yeah, yeah, we, we haven't discussed it on here. We, we, we actually discussed oh, it on yeah, one episode. In that match, the way she beat Charlotte on we, we, we touched on that on here. We, we made a point. We, yeah. we had a a big discussion about that on here oh, on yeah. our episodes. We had a big discussion about that. We were none of us are happy about that. How can how about, it, how about this? Last night she almost grabbed the rope again and somehow and then she won the match almost touching the rope. I she did it on purpose. It was bad booking. Probably, yeah. I know it was on purpose, but it was still shitty. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. It was he's right. <laughs> it was terrible. No. No, what I was going to say, actually, I have a thought. I'm going to build off of that. So what I do think you're going to see happen over the next few years is 
AEW, the reason AEW is the way it is right now is because it's still, in hindsight, it's still the new toy. In hindsight, like, it's still very new. Like, yeah, it's been around a couple of years. Some people are showering on it. Some people are like, oh, it's great. Some people are like, oh, it's not that good. But the truth of the matter is, like, everything else, it's it's got its flaws within it, okay? Like, the convention earlier, yes. you know? The Cody Rhodes thing, it didn't need to happen. Sammy Guevara oh, should have stayed champ. Also, another thing that AEW is doing wrong is Tony Khan is spending a little too much time on Twitter with this whole yeah. Big Swole controversy. Oh, yeah. I What's agree. With that? Uh, yep. So Big Swole um, on her podcast uh, makes the, the comment about, um, what was it, not enough time for you guys. I'm not going to say it all right, so jump in. Not enough time for women and then about not enough diversity. Is that right? That's pretty much the gist of it. I disagree with that. Yeah, so I disagree I. too. I disagree. I, I, I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. If Jade's supposed to win Wednesday, fine, so be it. Don't have it that Ruby was supposed to win, but because now all this controversy is happening, you're going to have Jade win just to throw it in Big Swall's face trying to spite her. Don't do the, that. I really the, hope that is not the case. I, I hope, hope that's not the case. Don't change it for that. That would be uh, ridiculous. I, I hope not. For, for I that, hope Tony's see, not that spiteful. You see, here's the problem with people like Swole making comments like that, okay? Now, let's say, honestly, the safest thing to do is to give Ruby the title because it shows that you're not listening to all this, you know, back and forth stuff. You know, Leo Rush did a tweet last night yeah. defending both parties. He took it parties. back. He took it so, back. Um, Lee Moriarty, I think, didn't he make a tweet about it too? Then no, I, I, I didn't hear the, I didn't see what Lee Moriarty said, but I feel like Leah Rush, and, I, and as a wrestler, I love Leah Rush. His matches are great. He's a great worker, but his mouth gets him into yeah. trouble because he voices opinion. It, it's got oh, yeah. his hand everywhere. Explain something. He's not like that big of a superstar where he can get a like he. Can I'm listening to you guys. Give Before you talk about Leo Rush, we didn't even touch on why, because Tony Khan. True. Who shouldn't be doing certain things? No, he should. Based on his being the owner and whatnot. Correct. You know, he was trying. I guess to not even. I guess he was defending what she said by explaining. Oh, you know, I there are people who are in charge that are minorities, and the, the most and the and there were a lot of people who won this week that were minor. What you know? What he said. And then, of course, he said, uh, what was it, that, oh, the yeah, reason you're released her because of her wrestling ability, which is stupid. Like, yeah, that was stupid. You're that not was, a good wrestler. That was a slap in her face right there. That, 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 that was that where he got him in trouble. In my opinion, what got him in trouble. That comment right there. He shouldn't have Wait, said anything. He shouldn't have tweeted it all. You're a business owner. Don't fucking tweet shit like that. Yeah, because you, you know. Don't, don't tweet shit like that. You're an adult. You're a business your owner. Is about You're to a 39-year-old business it. owner. Don't fucking be burying former talent because they took a jab at you. Like, that's fucked up. It doesn't right. matter what the reason you jab is. That's more reflection on you. As a business owner, you don't bury anything. Nope. In public. I wonder right. how his father reacted to that. I'm sure his father had a stroke. Well, I think what's, I mean, his, my, my whole thing. Well, first, I just want to touch on something he said about Leo Rush, Chuck. Yeah. I, I agree he's a good wrestler, but I thought hit the best era of his career was when he was Bobby Lashley's manager. 
And there are guys, I understand that everybody wants to be a wrestler. They want to be number one. That's where the money is. But they should have money on the, where managers are, where, you know, bodyguards, valets, because there are guys who have a great gift of gab who could be a great manager. JBL could have been a great manager. Uh, what's his still name? be a great uh, manager. I'm sorry? He could still be a great manager if he, he wanted to He could still be a great manager. Right. But he doesn't need the money, though. That's the thing, though. Why is there a thumbs up on your uh, screen? I have no idea. I noticed that, too. Oh. Um, Enjoyed it. I thought he was approving of our uh, show, and thank you. Yes. <laughs> hey, anytime. Anytime. Uh, but the, the uh, what's what's your call it? Uh, you know, JBL uh, could be a great manager. Um, Carmella has a great gift to give. Titus O'Neil should be a manager. He, Titus should never be don a pair of tights again. Titus had a great look, great charisma, great mic, great everything. He sucked in the ring and he never got any better. He'd be a great manager. Problem with Titus O'Neil was. Was a manager though, and Ty didn't he? He was, a- he was. No, but here's the thing about Titus. Unfortunately well, for Titus, that's my point. Here's the downfall of Titus. Unfortunately, unfortunately with Titus, he broke in too old. Yeah, like like that like. I'm, I'm, I'm 35 now. Like he was like my age when he started. Like it was like right. I know DDP had a great career with that, but say, like and DDP, what about Batista? Batista same too. thing. All of them, yeah. But again, but but my point is Titus for the most older. Part, Chuck's right. But my point oh, is, is that in because of Batista. Right. But the point of it is, but here's my point with that. The point okay. of my mind with that is that at 33, unless you really hustle, you, you got to work so much harder than guys 10 years younger than you're breaking in. Cause right. you got to remember his counterparts that he was breaking in with were 10 years plus younger than him. Were were better. were just younger. They were had, they had more longevity within it. So like, if you're if they're outshining you at 23, why are they going to push you when you have a 23 year old who does it better? Harsh reality, true. but it's true. That's like, why he should be a He's a public figure. Yeah, he's got a job for life. Oh yeah, he'll never wrestle again, but he'll have a job in the company. He's kind of this is going to sound weird, and I don't mean it in a wrestling way. I just mean like in a role way. He's going to be another Pat Patterson for that company. But in a whole different way, you know, Pat. A whole different way, yeah. But I'm saying, like, the fact that he'll be the guy that, even though he wasn't known for his wrestling in the company so much, right? He, 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 his behind the scenes contributions to that business will be what keep him in that company forever. I'm okay with him getting that Warrior Award because he does a lot for the company. Without it, that less. Oh, listen, his charity work is fantastic. That's what they. That's why he has. That's why he'll have a job for life. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, he, he'll have a job he, for life. The thing is, though, I do think he's a really good on-air talent, and I think he like, is. He did, an, he did an interview once. They were interviewing him, and he did something I don't know if I've ever seen before. He took the mic. He took the mic from the girl's hand, but he didn't say "Get the hell out of here." I got it. He did the interview. She asked the questions, but he held the mic. That right there is three things that wrestling needs as much as humanly possible, new, different, and fresh. And exactly. you're seeing so much less that less of that. You I know? agree. So, so, you know, I think he could, he can be a manager and I think he could do a great job. And like Jake said, he was a manager a few years ago and I thought he did a great job. I think Kenzo, had a potential. 
Who? When he did tennis so worldwide. Yeah, they just didn't. Again, you had you had guys that I mean, yeah, they put him with guys that he could do their talking. It just didn't have that connection. I, mean, I think Enzo Enzo could be a great manager. Enzo reminds me of a cross between Jimmy Hart and Bill Alfonso, and I think Enzo would be a fantastic. Fun. Did I tell you my Alfonso story? <coughs> no, enlighten <laughs> us. The fact that I got to carry his merch box to uh, to uh, where uh, the uh, ring was. Well, you know, to the merch area behind the ring. Nice. Look at you. And I got to carry it back to the car. That's pretty cool. No, I always like Bill Alfonso. He was a great ref, too, in his heyday in, like, the late 70s and early 80s. He was a great ref. He manages the tag team champions for CCW. Good for him. Very nice. And he has the whistle and everything, so yeah. Jay, who's uh whose merch did you carry to the ring? Bill Alfonso. Bill, did he tip you or anything? No, he didn't need to. Why would he need to? Well, I'm just saying he should give you something. You know, free autograph. autograph He gave oh he actually he did oh he actually gave me a shirt. (laughs) Oh, okay. There you go. Oh I I would take it. Hey. I didn't do I, it for that. I did it just because he needed right. help. Sure, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But I, I met him a couple times. I met him at the Freeport Rec Center at an ECW house show, and then in 05 in the ECW arena. And his, oh my God, the TV doesn't do it justice. His teeth are so friggin' rotted. It's insane. And uh, But great yeah, guy, very, very vocal, you know, um, you know, I got a couple pictures with him. Uh, great, great talent. I love one of the most underrated managers of all time. I would agree. I'd, I'd second that. I'd second I would that. Like, I would like to do my top five quick. Number one, Bobby Heenan. I mean, it's undisputable. It's a boring. It's boring, but it's who it is. Number no, two, it, it's true. And because you're that tied perfectly, I'm going to give a thumbs up because your thumbs up came up, and because it came up, it's perfectly timed. Perfect time, and it's great time. It did on purpose for me. Bobby, number two for me. Thumbs up. God bless Bobby wherever he is. The greatest manager of all time. God bless him wherever he is. Number two. God bless this guy wherever he is. Captain Lou Albano. I met him once. He was a cool guy. Rubberband man. I heard he was awesome. I never got to I meet him. I met him at an autograph before. signing when I was like 12. He was I awesome. I never got to meet him. He, he was a cool dude. He, never he, got to meet him. He, he planted the seeds for what so many managers, as he said, often dupl- imitated but never duplicated. Uh, number three and I four. I want to know where he got this rubber band to stay on his face. I'm sorry? The rubber bands. What'd you say, bud? How did he get them to stay on his face? What about them? They're ponytails. That's it. Oh, the rubber he actually band? pierced his cheeks. Yeah, they're like the rubber band ponytails. Yeah. Yes. I have no idea what that is. Yeah. He actually pierced certain parts of his face. Oh, okay. So that way they could haggle off his face. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, that's well, that was my memory of him. That, you know, uh, there we are. was he a mouthpiece, but he always said, you know, my memory of pa- Captain Lou Obama was besides meeting him the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Oh yeah, I still know that rap by oh, heart. Oh yeah, you remember? I that? know that rap oh by heart to this God. day. No, oh. I will not do it. On oh, I, I used to watch that show a lot. It's on Netflix. It's great. I watch it still. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's no. great. I, I showed it to my daughter. 
That did, I, I can oh still do God. that whole uh, rap because I'm awesome. I'm sure, man. <laughs> uh, I'm a big go further with you know the fact. I mean, did we really continue the fact that last night's sh- um, match was an atrocity because Liv Morgan? I mean, I think it's time for a new face to run with the title, and why not her? I feel like we did touch on that because I did say, and I'm hoping if they do things right, that she wins the Rumble. So we pull off on it, but we get it back. I feel feel it's either her or Naomi, the top two picks to win the Rumble this year. What did you think think my um, burial was about? You, You and Brian thought it was Cody and Sammy that you was going to talk on? Yeah. That we already touched. That we have touched already. About what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, though. Hold on, Brian, before we do ahead. anything. I want to hear three, four, and five. I want to hear Brian's three, four, and five. I was going to say, yeah, hold on. Let's hear three, four, back. and five. I want to hear that. I want to go on this conversation. Oh, 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 yeah. We never As we're ADD and guys, right? Attention oh. wrestling disorder. Ha, ha, ha. There you go. That's what I call that. A AWD for nothing. Um, it is. Okay. Number three and four is either Heyman Cornette or Cornette Heyman. And the reason I, I put them together like that. I mean, everybody knows if Paul Heyman were from the South, he would be Jim Cornette. And if Jim Cornette were from the North, he would be uh, Paul Heyman. And the two of them fucking hate each other. That's why they hate each other. I'm sorry? <laughs> That's why they hate each other. They're because they're so, so much alike. alike. Yeah. You, you see styles clash, but similarities clash too. And Because they, they hate what they that. hate about each other, they deep down hate about themselves probably. Probably. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree, but keep going. And the fifth we'll one, not my number five is, um, as much as I'd love to say Bill Alfonso, is Freddie Blassie. Because Freddie Blassie was really the, uh, maybe not the, I don't know about the first, definitely not the last, but he was the oh, heel wow. manager that started, that pretty much set the tone for heel, so many heel managers after him. Um, and then I'd probably put Fonzie at number six. Well, I just will say about Fonzie because he never gets talked about, and he should. The most underrated manager ever, possibly. I, I love how he did things that nobody else before or since were doing. The whistle. I mean, how easy is that? Why didn't anybody think of the whistle before that? And then when, like, Sabu would jump <coughs> out of the ring onto the tables, he would get in the ring. Ooh, He'd be true. in the ring, jumping on the ropes and all that. There was nobody right. like Fonzie. Exactly. He still does like he still like uh, is uh, animated. Uh, I haven't seen him in years, but I hope he's doing I, well. I mean, he was at the la- the not the last show I was at, but the show before that in Port St. Lucie. The dude's animated. The dude, you know, he's you know he's there. <laughs> Good. Glad to hear he's but doing well. There is someone I'm surprised you didn't bring up. Jimmy Hart. Yep. That's, that was, that's my number one personally. That's why I was the one. That's like that's my number one right there personally. Yeah. On it, my it, top five, I don't know what number he'd be, but you're forgetting about a guy who was kind of there in the '90s, who got to start as a wrestler. But I think his biggest achievements was the past uh, last year, went from being a commentator to probably. More hated than Paul Heyman. You can't see my hand; it's invisible. Don Callis. Oh God! 
Oh God, I hate that guy. Just so, I mean, even the stuff he did in ECW, he is easy to hate, and he did it so well. <coughs> I give you that. I, I personally, I I never liked him. I didn't like him in the WWF. I didn't like I didn't him like as a jackal. W. Yeah. I don't like. I hate him as Jackal. I hated him as Cyrus. I hate him as as Don Cal. When I saw him coming back, I'm like, oh, every few years, it's he's a cancer. He goes away. We get the surgery. We get it removed, and then it comes back. And then we get it removed. Okay, we go to the chemo, get it removed, and it comes back. And I think luckily, that's Cornette. I'm sorry. It's I think no, that's Cornette. Oh, no, no, I disagree. No. I can listen. I can deal with. I think. I just. I think Jim Cornette is one of the best wrestling minds. The game has ever seen. The only is detriment to Jim to Penelope Ford. The only detriment to Jim Cornette, as good as a wrestling mind as he is, he's at a point in his life where I hate to say this because I love Jim Cornette as like a mind and as a manager, but because of his mindset and his values, the wrestling industry unfortunately has kind of come and passed him. Unfortunately, right. I don't mean yeah, that to be right for saying like he's still his ideas are very dated. Some of them still would work in modern times if done right, and that's why they're brilliant. But the ultimate concepts, a lot of his ideas are very dated. He was, I was listening to a shoot one time. He was complaining about John Laurinaitis because everybody hates John Laurinaitis in the wrestling industry, apparently. Like, everybody hates Laurinaitis. They yeah. had Doug Basham. He was talking about how they had Doug Basham when he, before he was getting, when he's getting ready to get called up to WWE with the Basham brothers. But, he was man. OBW's top heel. He had the long hair and all that stuff. He looked like a man as biker, and then they had him shave his head bald because they wanted to see what he looked like. And he goes into OVW TV bald, and Jim Cornette's like, what the fuck? Why are you bald? You have this great look. Why'd you cut your hair? And then Doug Basham's reason is, well, you know, they're getting ready to call me up. They want to see what it looks like with no hair. So, of course, Jim Cornette has a shit face. Like, he's calling him, I said, why are you shaving my top heels hair, you know? And you give me a But my point was, like, and then he's like, you know, if you'd give me a few weeks, and this is what your plan was with him. Give me some notice. Right. I would have had a hair match, and I would have sold tickets and made money, and you would have had your new star his way anyway. But because right. John Laurinaitis fucked that up, because he's like, oh, let's see you bald, rather than being creative, it cost a lot of money for Jim Cornette that way. And I get where Jim Cornette was coming from. And in theory, that so, wasn't great even at that time, but my point is, a lot of his concepts, it's like, you're still trying to hang on to what 1978 territory wrestling was, and that's just a dead uh-huh. arm. It's been for years. I agree with I agree with you, Chuck, a hundred percent. I love Jim Cornette, but again, he wants it to be nineteen eighty five, and that's just not going. Unfortunately, two great workers going in the ring and showing their graft for twenty minutes just doesn't get over the way we us guys would want it to get over. And you got to change things up a little bit. But I but here's the thing with with the story you said, Chuck. No, I agree with Jim Cornette a thousand percent. They should have told them, listen. We're taking this guy and shaving his head just so you're not freaked out when he shows up with no hair. They should have let him in on it. But I have to say, I met John Laurinaitis once, and John couldn't have been a nicer guy. And it, and I have heard people say, for all we say about him, for all that can be said, all that will be said, say what you will about him, and most of it is true. However, they all say he had what the most unenviable job in wrestling is that is job. vice president of talent relations they said he's it's the worst job. Again. i'm sorry he's in charge of talent relations for wwe now and that's why they're hurting again john lauren yeah oh yeah could be 
Well, that's again, here's my opinion. The people that are Vince has his right hand men, and that's why the WWE is in the shape it's in. You have Nick Khan, who's gonna be the next Vince. Because unfortunately, we all have come to the harsh reality. It ain't gonna be Triple H, and it's a shame. It's gonna be Nick Khan who has more of Vince's vision. Right. Get ready for four hours on Monday Night Raw. Right, exactly. That's my point. I swear on everything. WWE sucks. A lot of times, yes, it is. But also, you can't just blame it on one person. Like, like I'm the kind of person you can't just blame it on one person because it's, it's it's it, it oh, takes a conglomerate to blame. It's either you got to you got to blame one person, you got to blame nobody, you got to yeah. blame everybody. It, it, there's no in between. It's either you blame everybody you or you blame. You can throw some blame on Kevin Dunn too. You can throw some blame again. On that's him. why you don't blame because again, you got to look. It's everybody. It's it's Lauritis. It's Dunn. It's Pritchard. It's the same guys who have been writing your working your backstage end for 30 40 years it's the same remind, people remind me that i gotta jump on brian though when you finish your thing i'm just saying like oh. it, these same people every person we just mentioned bruce pritchard kevin dunn you know laurenitis <laughs> nick khan's a little different he's a little bit more newer but like yeah. but, but the rest of them they've all been there forever I, in different capacities but so, so, like, the, the same right. influence that was influencing things they, they, in 1995 are still influencing it today. And the problem with that is, is that the talent is different. The industry is evolving. You got to remember, though, I agree. Right. Right. No, listen, they need to change things up. And like I said, when I, we were talking about war games, they did change things up here and there. In my opinion, at least, you know, they were showing signs of life, showing signs of changing things around. But again, there are times you watch this and it is so freaking bad. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, as long as Vince is the owner, it's Vince's show. And you saw NXT was doing just fine without him around. And I thought I think he thought it was like when Paul Heyman did Smackdown years ago. Yeah, you're doing a great job, Paul, but you're not the boss. I am. I'm getting I'm getting involved. And he fucked the whole thing up. Now my story around about that is too. I think he just man. I think he obviously got pissed that they lost the uh, Wednesday night was AEW. I think that's what it comes down to. That's probably part of it. That's probably part of it. But again, WWE shouldn't be even sweating that because let's say AEW was smart for going against NXT. Well, actually, the funny thing is that AEW started on Wednesday nights. Then all of a sudden, NXT was Wednesday nights. Yep. They follow no to be technically yeah. follow suit, but the thing is, there's something not go like you said going back early about the whole thing. Kevin Owens knowing what's going, there's something going behind behind the scenes that we don't know about because we're not there because we're not in the industry. The truth of the matter is, could you imagine had AEW Dynamite been on Monday nights, it would have been impact all over again. Even against SmackDown, it would be impact all over again. But let me tell you something: they did something that WWE is doing things because of them. I mean, you think so? uh, We, you know, like these specials that are on the regular shows, these special like New Year's Bash and all that, and that's why now you have a New Year's Evil. AEW started that, having a pay per view like event, but during oh NXT was doing that for a while. No, they did the takeovers on. uh, They did the takeovers just as pay per views. 
NXT has a couple. No. Of, maybe it was maybe maybe. I'm trying to think. AEW started it. Maybe. And NXT followed suit. That's probably there's probably some truth to that to a point. But what I will say is, and this is merely my opinion, the route that NXT 2.0 is going, and this is just how I'm observing it. I feel like Vince is going back to that early OVW day where he's trying to really create WWE Taylor talent rather than scouring the indies again. Because the black and gold NXT, right. like all the people that are leaving, if you really dissect it, they were all indie guys. Everybody that was in NXT black and gold that got over was a fucking indie darling. Most of them, yeah. Most of them were yeah. indie darlings. And once NXT 2.0 started to come in, Look how these indie darlings are getting fizzled out. Even the ones that are were indie darlings. Right. I so, so let me ask you guys this. Is um Breaker and Hayes winning their respective matches this Tuesday? What happened? What's your question? Is Breaker and Hayes winning their respective title matches this Tuesday? Hayes and who is the other one? Breaker. Hayes, Carmelo Hayes and uh Rick Rick Scott. Oh my God, Braun Breaker! Oh my God! I will say, look, look. I will say, I'm a Tommaso Ciampa guy. I love Ciampa, but even Ciampa himself said that he doesn't feel like he fits in the new NXT. No, he doesn't. doesn't. That's the only thing that I don't know if it's going to happen this week or if it's going to happen down the line. But I do think Breaker is going to be your next NXT the guy. I actually like Braun Breaker, though. I will say, I actually like Breaker. The new breed, I like Breaker. I think he's. I, I liked him too when his uncle and father did the same thing on WCW. I mean, you're not he, wrong, but again, it's, it's it's again, you got to remember something about WWE and why they're going to push him. Then that's the reason why Broad Breaker is going to be your next the guy, because WWE pushes on that nostalgia movement. They they will fucking get blood from a stone with nostalgia, and they will find any way to remind you of nostalgia, even if it means putting their the, the, those talents kids over to remind you. It's Rick and Scott Steiner's kid. They will give him the belt solely because it's Rick and Scott Steiner's kid. It's I don't his, know about that. But it's the way he talks. It's the way he. I, I, no, I agree. He he's he's got the move. vocal tone of Rick Steiner with the ad lib of Scott Steiner. I I, I agree. He does. It's fucking yeah, great. Yeah. So the NXT North American Cruiserweight Championship. Hey, I'm I I, I I will be real. I I do think that. Strong as strong. Yeah, that is a long ass name for a title, though. I agree. North American cruiserweight title. Yeah, that seems ridiculous because it. By the time that's done, half the talent are going to have it aren't even going to be cruiserweights. Yeah, the North uh, American title should and be that's the stupid North to American me. That's asinine to me. It's what they're probably going to do. No, I think they even said it. Whoever wins is going to be the new North American champion. I think they're finally getting rid of that cruiserweight. I mean, nobody watches but, it. But apparently, they're calling it the North American cruiserweight title. Yeah. Also, wait, 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 this is the thing. Basically, we're going to recreate it. I still have a bone to pick with you, Mannix. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't forget. Don't worry, bud. But how is it? So basically, you know, it's the WWE main event of NXT, basically. But you do get a lot of good matches on here, though. 
By the way, Chuck's Bob. sleeping because you're talking about 205 Live. Pipe, pipe that um, hater down over there. Anyway, like, for example, everybody, you was talking about Tiffany Stratton before. She actually made her WWE debut on 205 Live. I, I thought That's so. True. And you're the only one who knew that. Oh, my goodness. Because I actually watch it. Because you're the only person. Well, no, my friend Brandon watched it. So you two are the only ones who watch 205, just like you're the only one in the planet who watches main event. Yeah, because I'm sure that's why it's still on Hulu, because I'm the only person who watches it. This is what the impact of the show, guys. The day you decide not to watch main event, it's going off Brian, of Hulu. this is worse than oh the impact God, episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is worse than the impact episode. Pipe down over there, hater. How about so, hate? I'm Brian? speaking truths. Oh, no, no, you yeah. must be hating. Yeah. Hawking show on Saturday is going to be incredible. Brian, how could you say that about Callis? Because of Callis, he made, he helped make right, I'm over Omega it. the heel. I should be really dizzy did. for a split second. <laughs> he made Omega's heel turn genuine. He helped so much with that. Because so he could, himself attracted all the heat. The only reason well, Omega had heat was because he had callus. I think what you made <laughs> it really I helped. I think the reason because Omega had heat. Callus was the heat Omega machine. Had heat was Why Omega have heat? I think the reason. I think the reason he got heat Omega was how he won the title. It was one of the worst finishes for a title. Awesome. I mean, after all that buildup, great. For the way a bad guy. I don't guy, know. You talk about Moxley Omega? Yes. You it was talk great. About Moxley Omega. I would have wanted a better finish after all that hoopla. I will admit, listen, but Omega that was the went heat. on I agree. to be a really good heel. I, I, I had a great title reign. And he had a great title reign. That is the best so, way to be a know, heel, though. At, do the at the end of the day, possible. okay, here's how I, where I hate. Okay. okay, you know what, though? Jay, you bring up a good point. My problem with Callis isn't really as a manager. It's as a commentator. He doesn't need to go to the booth every time his wrestlers are in the ring. In fact, when his wrestlers are in the ring, he should be ringside managing them. They do the same thing with Taz, okay? And honestly, let's just touch on him for a second. Both commentators before they were, well... Who are both commentators by without being managers at one point? That's why right. they do it. They're not, well, and they're not very good. At least Taz isn't anymore. I think in New Japan, Callis was really good. In Japan, he was. I agree. In Japan, as a non-biased commentator, Don Callis actually was pretty good. Right. As an Impact commentator, like everything Horrible. else, in Impact. Yeah. And actually, the good guy on commentating and. Matthews was the, the heat seeker on commentating. Because he was trying to be Michael Cole Jr. and it was fucking awful. Well, Again, another reason why Impact is garbage, everybody. <laughs> but you know, what, uh, what one guy, I, I got to say, though, what you're seeing it with the commentator role right now, and you're seeing it most with Chris, first of all, thank God they got three commentators on Rampage now. They had four guys commentating Rampage. And who knows? Now that Jericho's back, he may come back. Here's the thing. They got too carried away with Jericho on commentary. They brought him in during the pandemic because JR and Excalibur couldn't be there. Yo, I thought Cody did great on commentary that week. Jericho 
took the ball and ran with it, reinventing himself yet again. Okay. The thing is, though, the reason he's not as good on Rampage, Jericho, is because he's got three other guys to compete with for airtime. Four guys. Throw three guys is overkill. Four guys. I hate it. Well, let me tell you, I got to say something, though. Jericho being on commentary is is another thing that helped put Britt Baker over. What he said about her, you know, with the blood, kind right. of compared to Gene Simmons, it put her over. Sure. It, it, sure. No, no, that, that's true. No, it, it, since we're yeah, talking yeah. about that, I might be in the minority here, and if I am, so be it. That um tag team street fight that happened on Rampage, in my opinion, was better than the Lights Out match. That I might was be in the minority, fucking, so be it. It was a match. I don't, I don't know if I would say it was better than the lights out it wasn't better but it was a good match i was very pleased with what i saw it was from four girls who honestly have not and i met anna J. and, and anna jay's cool Chuck, as hell Chuck, she, you, i was about to say you met her on the boat and she was cool let, me as hell. Ask, let she you think she looks good on tv and on Dude. uh instagram We'll see her in person. But let, um, me, let me just ask you, Chuck, not to get off the topic. Okay. But, uh, let me just ask you, because Ty Conti was on the boat too, right? No, not this time. Oh, because right. I heard Ty Conti is one of the sexiest women in the world. If I believe it. Heard. They're both the thing is, you know, <coughs> All four of these women have really not done I met Penelope Ford in person on the first cruise that went on. She was right. beautiful too. She, yeah. Listen, all oh, I met Allie too. I met I met all of them except for Ty. I met all of them. Well, you got to. Well, well, Ty had a good, Ty had like a great year though. Like if you yeah, go on um, Twitter, you see her stats. I get you know, She had the most wins out of any woman in AEW this year in twenty twenty one. She had the most wins, forty five wins, more than any other woman in AEW. Ty redeemed herself from how they uh, viewed her, how they presented her on NXT. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, really yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. You, you want you want to talk about somebody who like um them getting released was the best thing that happened to him? Ty Conti, perfect example. And Deanna Perazzo. Oh, oh yes, yeah. Ty- no, both both of them. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yes, but you know what though? Deanna was also like a bigger name though. Like Ty wasn't that big of a name, and she may have some. Ty had no other experience. At least Deanna had the Ring of Honor yeah. backing, which she was great in Ring of Honor. She was on Impact at one point before she came back to Impact. No, yeah. I know. I, again, I don't I watch Impact, she, so I can't attest to that. They, I can tell she, she you lost, that she was phenomenal uh, in Ring of Honor. He was aside from you two, no one watches Impact. Play down, <laughs> Tater. Like she, she. I remember she. Uh, it was one of those knockout, knockdown shows, and she went up against um, Brooke Tessmacher and Lord. What was the factor of that match in Rampage, though? Yeah, she did go up against Brooke Tessmacher. Talk about whatever. What was the um? I can't say her name correctly. What was the factor of that street fight? Fucking Allie, the bunny. Because the, her character is psychotic as fuck. Yo, NJ with that Queen Slayer with the ball wire heart, that was, that that was, was awesome. That, that was, was insane. That was, that was good. And, and, and I just want to say, um, you know, it has four women who, I'll be honest with you, have really not shown me much that they can really be, you know, long-term solutions as wrestlers anywhere, not even just AEW. As wrestlers, they haven't done much to impress me. But I agree with you, Rod. Friday night, they the four they're, of them. They're, 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 they're actually some of the better talent 
in the women's right. division for AW because like I know Radio J is going to RJ show over here is going to hate this. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, I slipped up. It happens. But um, I will say this, and I don't mean this in a mean way. I still feel like AW's women division is what needs the most work in that company. It's their weakest part of their company. Oh, really? It, 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 it needs oh, help. really? I agree with you. Oh, really? Oh, here I we went go. there. Here, here we go. Thunder Rosa is not good enough. She's great. No, no, Jay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Chuck, you missed what I said. Chuck, let me let Chuck, let me let me be your lawyer here. Chuck, oh, boy. I know what, I know what he means. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know, I know what he means. It's not so much the talent. At, at least that's what I it's not the talent. I think they have the talent. It's how it's being used. Guys, right. I was at a I was at AEW when it was at the UBS Arena. I'm pissed last I couldn't month. go. And I'm pissed I, I couldn't I, go. I, Next yeah. time, next time we all we gotta go, Chuck. I know I'm gonna I try. Well, there, you know, I'm, I'm trying. Go. I couldn't get to work. And the reason I bring this up is is because during dark, I saw guys come out that I forgot were in the company. Okay, yeah. that, that don't see the light of day. And let me tell you something. And some of those You're were right. women, like the the Japanese woman who wears the crown. I'm like, holy shit! I Emi Sakura. Yeah, she she's, she's been there. She was a rival well, because of COVID. She was in Japan, yeah. but yeah, no, Emmy Sakura is back. Yeah, well, yeah. Right, I mean, you know what? I could do without her. Her Freddie Mercury impressions are annoying. Oh, I, cool. I, I my is they got the talent. <laughs> They're just not using everybody properly and not giving it the proper airtime it may need. Now sure. we talked about this last time. What about making Rampage two hours? I think Rampage is perfect the way it is. I miss one-hour shows with a passion. One hour is plenty of time, and you know what? It gives other wrestlers a break, okay? You don't have to have the same people on both shows every week. It gives it overkill. That's why you have Dark, though, and that's why they do wrong. But that's where they go wrong with Dark and Dark Elevation because Thunder Rousel will wrestle on both of them, and it's like, okay, I really want to see a wrestle again. Yeah, they, they do do back to back too much. I agree. Like, do I really want see, to see the Varsity no, Blondes twice a week wrestling no namers? Do I really want to see this? I love the Sidell brothers, but I want to see them wrestle two nights in a row against no namers. Yeah. Red it's, Velvet it's, was on twice. The Amati right, like was on twice. Yeah. Dark and, and Dark and Elevation are great concepts for getting people over. And it because it brings a squash match back, which I love, and it puts right. the talents over. But if you have the same talents, wrestle both nights, then you're not maximizing your talent. But they did have yeah. some good rivalries, like the Sunny Kiss, Joey Janela hardcore match. That was pretty cool. It was cool. Uh, it's a shame the that it wasn't a Diamante rivalry was good. And I'll, I'll give you guys another good one on in a different company. One of the best feuds of last year. Ricochet versus uh, uh, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali on the main event. I mean, I saw and that again, match. Should have been on Raw. Absolutely. I, I, I saw that two out of three fourth match. That match was amazing. That match was incredible. I and, thought and the only time I watched the main event on Raw with those two. Oh, what'd you say, Jay? They did a few matches on Raw with those two. That's kind yeah, of yeah, but their good feud happened on main event, sadly, and not on Raw, which is bogus because only Rod watches main event. Well, yeah, only Rod would know that. <laughs> yep. But <laughs> what right. was that? I only one who knew who that. So Rod loves me event. 
Um, it's actually it's a good show. They do have good matches on there. Right. They have Drew Gulak right. every week. It's great. Oh, yeah, God. I'm so pissed of how they're using Drew Gulak, but I do want to say I'm, something. I'll say this right now for all you for you over there hating main event, you know, freaking that's when Bianca Belair really first got her start when she went up to the main roster. She had more matches know. on main event than she had on uh, Raw before she got drafted to SmackDown. And only you would know that. So good for you. Because you're a hater. That's why. No, because you're the only one who watches it. That's uh, why. I'm pretty sure I'm not, but okay. Oh, how about this? 2.0 finally got a win on Dynamite. I was happy about that because NXT barely gave them any wins as ever rise. They, yeah, they, they, unless you watch they it on 205 Live. Yeah. Yeah, they did not do uh, that. Uh, yeah, I got to say, ever since going to AEW, they've gotten a little bit of a but Those are the guys I would like them to give some more time to. Danny Garcia, 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the guys you don't see much. They have so much talent there. Use it. Okay. You know they use the Death on Dark and you don't see them for shit on Dynamite and they're like one of the best things in the company are the Acclaim. Those guys are fucking great. Well, the wow. Acclaim the, just did a match on Rampage. Well, Anthony Bowens, but still. Right, but my they point is that there. they don't do enough with them and they're fucking fantastic. Well, there's, a, there's somewhat of a yeah. reason for that one. Oh, I know, I know the whole contract. I get it, but like, yeah, but they got over that already. That, that, that's past. That's like a past art, you know. Like, yeah, that already happened. Yeah, like, like, like. I think there's, um, I think the acclaimed agree. There's a lot of guys that rec- work dark mostly. It's like, why the fuck aren't they on TV more? Right. Yeah. I agree. I. But here's the other problem with dark: where they go wrong. It's right now, Jay Lethal. They need to find him um, time on um, Dark Elevation right now, Jay Lethal. Yeah, I need to see him more on Dynamite. Yeah, why did they even bring him in? Why he's on the roster, so they should do more with him. Same thing, put him on Dynamite because he hasn't really been on Dynamite yet. He's been on everything but Dynamite. But this is true. This is true. I just say, I just want to say quick. with the acclaimed, with the acclaimed, I agree with you. The acclaimed have are a total package tag. They really are a, a hell of a tag. But the thing is, they have something that is so easy to get over. You know, the freestyles coming to the ring. Oh my God! And yes, it's been done before with John Cena, but they put their own spin it's on different. it. It's different. Cena did. When it does the rock, he does. He's that, not trying to be all clean, clean and polished. He's not being all clean and polished. He's just, uh, you know, um, he's going he for cheap heat. He's getting rats. it. He's not trying to match with the beat or anything. That's my point. That is my he's, point. He's a heat so, missile. Um, but I agree uh, with you. There's, there's a lot of tag teams that don't see the light of day. Hybrid too. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. they're great. So I like them a lot too. Right I think you is faction. Yeah, they're they're with the Hardys now. Yeah, they're in the the, the HFO faction. Is it is he like Jack Evans injured though right now? He is. That's why you see in Helico. Where'd you go? He'll be back, don't worry. Okay. Um. Yeah, but that's why you see in Helico more. Hey, but you guys remember what Max Caster's remember, first TV like appearance was for wrestling, remember, right? That God, you oh, remember God. that before? But God, what, what, why? What, why do you guys be such a hater? I swear. Who me? Yes, you. 
What Max Caster's first TV role being Bobby Lashley? Yeah, I know. I know because you, you, you're a hater. What is that hater. again? Bobby Remember Lashley. When, Bob, when Sami Zayn was hating on Bobby Lashley, and he had the sisters with the one who had the mustache. Oh, that was Max Caster. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That was Max. That was Max. Yeah. I was talking about how um, Max Caster's first TV appearance ever as Max Caster. Bobby Lashley's sister. When he was Bobby Lashley's sister on Raw with the mustache. <laughs> oh my that shit god! Was funny. Wow, I forgot Lashley about that. Lashley all the asses that night. That I was Max Caster. No shit. Yeah, yeah, the guy with the guy with the mustache with the sister with the mustache was Max Caster. That is crazy. I hey, didn't guys, realize I until someone pointed out to me, like, "Oh shit, that's him." Hey, Brian, you know where Max Caster went to school? No, where? Southside. No shit. When he went to, he lived up in Rockville Center. Yes, he did. He, I don't think he was born in Rockville Center, but he grew up there. Wow. I'm sure he's a bit younger than us, though. Maybe he was born in Rockville Center. I know his dad wasn't from Rockville Center, though. And he graduated from Southside. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he went to Southside. I know he's from Rockville Center. Uh, Gentlemen, I just want to say, um, Amy, and we're cooling down a little bit here, but I just want to say, because, you know, a little bit, I just got something I have to. Do right. but I just want to touch on two things here. Sure. Number one, uh, one guy who you saw on Rampage last week, who I think AEW, you know, we're talking about AEW and how they dropped the ball on certain things, you know, and, and you know, so you're going to see all companies do that. When I met Ted DiBiase not too long ago, I asked him, "You've had a great career, but what would you say is the one, you know, moment or whatever that you wish you could forget?" And the guys, they're going, oh, they're throwing like an insult. No, it wasn't. Even Ted DiBiase, he's had his fair share of garbage. They've all had that. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Everybody. the ringmaster. Rock, the Rock, Rocky Maivia. They've they all, all had. They all have. So Hulk Hogan, where do you start? You know? So, but one thing, one guy I think they really dropped the ball on. Now, again, I'm still the jury's still out on him, at least as far as I'm concerned. But one guy at... Um, that they really dropped the ball on really seeing if he can connect or not is Brian Pillman Jr. Now, when he did that thing with MJF over the summer, it was in the home, you know, Cincinnati, Pillman's hometown. MJF is trashing Cincinnati, <laughs> trashing Moxley because he's from Cincinnati. You have Pillman coming out from Cincinnati. His father <laughs> probably just to Cincinnati in terms of wrestling. Probably. In his father's Bengals jersey, you got a star right there. Okay, let's go at it on Rampage. Right. Why have one-on-one? Have the Varsity Blondes against um, MJF and Wardlow. Right. Okay. MJF in Garrison, so that way you don't kill the guy in his hometown. Remember when they used to make a guy look like a million bucks in his hometown? They, they still do it to a point, depending on the company, yeah. Not well, like they used to. Oh, no, definitely uh, they, not. No. By the way, Max, you never told us what uh, DiBiase said. He really, honestly, he, the, the other guys swayed him into really saying anything. But I, I asked him, I said, what about Sapphire? Because I thought that was a low point of his career. Um, and, I, and I like oh, yeah, I that liked, heel turn. Was, Rob loved that heel turn. No. no, you, no well, the reason they turned their heel was because she wasn't supposed to be with the company for a long time. So I turned her a heel way to write her out. But he said what made that gimp, what made that work was Dusty. 
He said Dusty could make anything work. And he was talking about his big nets and all that. And like the his big nets, like the one with the kid with the basketball and uh, the kid doing the push-ups yeah, yeah. and all that, those were not plants. They picked people out randomly, okay? Picked them out randomly. And all that was true. Like when that kid said, I tried my best. Well, you don't get the money. And the kid was ready to cry. They, that's what we wanted because he said, we were having people like kiss my feet for money. People like raising their hands. That's not what we wanted. We wanted to put him over as me over as a heel. And that's why they came up with, you know, the, the little kids. They, everybody who participated got the money. After. They all got the money. But it made for great TV. And it made mm. for, in my opinion, and let's do this round table quick. The greatest heel of all time. Oh, that's a good question. All time. That's a tough one. Ted DiBiase gets my pick. I, I, I would put him in my top three in that role. Um, top heels all time. I, I would agree top three for me. I got to think about that. No, I, there's, there's, there's too many. I can't just single I've down to him. I'm trying to think here. I got well, one in the top three. Macho Man as a heel. Definitely a top heel. I would agree He's, with Macho. Heel Macho Man was good. But well, his his initial run in WWF at the Intercontinental Title and Ricky Steamboat, holy guacamole, was that amazing. That is my number one favorite match of all time, ever. Macho Man, Steamboat, WrestleMania 3. Without a doubt. That is so my much. number one favorite match ever in Changed wrestling. Changed so much. Changed so Rick, much. Rick Flair, definitely a top heel. Flair is up there for me. Sure. I would say probably DiBiase and Flair, definitely. Right. I mean, Triple H in the Attitude Era. Definitely. No. I, I I was never you know I what? never liked Triple H. Like I just yeah, I don't either, like Triple H. Maybe. Like, even like, like, like even like as an adult, I, like, I hated Flair like, was the aggression error for me. The edge, uh, that's an interesting one. I mean like, like, there's a lot of great ones. Edge Rufus aggression error. Well, while you guys are chewing on that, let me just ask you, what what did you guys think about what I said about Pillman? Because now it looks like Pillman's going to get another chance going up against Malachi Black. And he's he was making it like you're going to see a side, a new Brian Pillman or something like that. Are they taking him away from the Varsity Blondes? Are they repackaging him? Because I think the Varsity Blondes have potential. What I thought they should have done with the Varsity Blondes, have them watch the Hollywood Blondes, but have Garrison – do Pillman and have Pillman Jr. do Austin. That could be cool. I, I think the Varsity Blonde should eventually turn heel. I think I think the reason why they didn't do that is because like Pillman's more the high flyer of the team. So, like in order for was... them to turn heel, you got to get rid of uh, Julia. No, have her be the reason they turn heel. Yeah, because I like, like her. I've seen a little bit of her. Let her start. And... No, what they should do with them is like after this. Have her start doing underhanded shit to help them win. True. And be like, oh, shit, Julie Hart's getting involved. What the fuck? And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, then like they're getting upset at first. Like, oh, why are you making us cheat? And then all of a sudden, it's like the whole turn, and then they turn heel. And you know what, Chuck? You made me think of something, and Jay and I were talking about this during the week. You know, sure. one person who I've been wanting them to do something with but had a very bad feeling about that they were ever going to do, see the, have her see the light of day, Layla Hirsch. When they had her not shake. I, I like that. I like that. She would be a great heel. And, and you know what? And I loved how they followed it up on Dynamite. They just showed the video. I'm like, no, no promo afterward. No, nothing. They just showed the video of it. 
So the story didn't grow on Dynamite, but they made it look like it's still in our minds. We haven't forgotten yeah. about it. They you do know, long-term so hopefully... storytelling. I'm yeah. sorry? They do long-term. They, they actually do. And that, that's one thing I will give uh, AEW credit for, is that they do long-term term storytelling. They do. That, they that think is... long-term. And, and what I like about them, they they rarely do rematches. Okay. In, in WWF, I mean, you knew before Edge and Miz went at it last night, you know, tomorrow night, the last night, that's not the end of this feud. This feud's going to go on to probably WrestleMania until you're, I mean, we're already sick of it, but, you know, it's going to go on forever. Either, what, I wasn't sick of it at all. It was a great match. What, what they'll it probably was, do is... Either it's going to happen at the Rumble or it's going to happen at Mania. You're getting your mixed tag. It's either going to be at the Rumble or it's going to be at Mania. Probably. Hey, you know what? That's no where it's going. That. You know what? I thought. I think that. I'm fine with that. Probably. I think so. I agree with you, whether I like it or not. Let me just. Let me just before I gotta get get going. Let me just with Layla, Layla Hirsch. What I like about her, she's in fantastic, fan motherfucking tastic physical shape. Okay. Oh yeah. The girl couldn't walk. Oh, yeah. Okay. I agree. Um, I agree like with that. that. Okay, she can work. She's yes, in she fantastic physical shape. And she has a look that pretty much anybody can connect with. Okay? She can get yeah. the wrestling fan. She can get the women. She can get yeah. you know, she can get girls who are um afraid to come out or something like that. There's so many things you can do with her. You know what she okay? reminds me of? You know what she reminds oh. me of in a weird way? Like, obviously, they're going to heal route with her, but in general, like, her size and her stature when she's presented. Picture a female Taz. That's what she was. When Taz was at his peak, when he was a small guy fucking people up, that's what she is. Or can be. I wish they would do so. Have her join Team Taz. You know, that's that would a be great cool. idea. That would be badass. Female. She'd be perfect for Team Taz. She's she, and, 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 what's going to happen. And let me tell you something. She and Ivy Nile are China done right. Okay, they are what what what, what they want Raquel Gonzalez That's to be. Yeah, they want they want Raquel Gonzalez to be the next China. It ain't happening. Okay, so no. forget it. Okay, and for the you could dress up in pigtails, whatever you want to do. You're never going to get Raquel Gonzalez to be the next China. Not happening. Okay, the problem now. Ivy Nile has a look that any wrestler, male or female, would kill for, okay? They need to get her. Now, I understand they want to stop the intergender fighting because, unfortunately, this day and age, it's just too controversial. But Impact that is a woman who can beat up Impact a man. Speaking of, speaking of that, like, I don't know if anybody else heard this. I heard, like, freaking, like, over the weekend or something, Josh Alexander and, like, Ruby um, Soho had a match. I heard it was a killer match. I forgot what promotion for. I think it was AAW, something like that. You know, I heard they had like a match. It was a killer match. Chelsea Green's been doing intergender also. Hell, she had that uh, epic Good. match against um Pentagon and um Lucha Underground. Yeah, they had the match with Lucha Underground. They'll say, yeah, she's she's good for that. You know who put on great intergender matches pre WWE? Candice LeRae. She was killer in those indies. And those that's true. That's she was killer in those roles. By the way, Brian, where yeah. there already was the, a new China in WWE, the oh. Glamazon. This is dead. Then again, they're, they're trying to make Raquel Gonzalez the next Glamazon. 
and that's not happening. And it, I think it's, it's a like that though. Jordan Grace is almost like is like that, and so is uh, Havoc. True, true. Yeah. I mean, so like I said, people watch Impact guys. Come on, man, you stop hating of, over there, Rob. Why are you so bad at me? Because you're a hater. I don't know. Well, go ahead, Brian. Nah, he, he's pissed because of the Jets today, and I don't blame Oh, him. don't die. Oh. Oh, we're all upset about the Jets today. Was, so Brian, we're all upset oh, about the Jets today. This is where I go to sleep. You guys talk about football, okay? Well, listen, let me say this, and I'll oh, we're done? Okay. because uh, it's a, my time is almost up here, but I'll just say I'm a Jet Met Islander fan, which is the equivalent of herpes in one cheek, hemorrhoids in the other, and general warts up here. Okay, it's, a very pain, it's a very painful experience. But I'll say, okay, wake up, Jay. We're going back to, to wrestling. Okay. Here. I was doing I'll my best. Say, oh my that was God. not good. I'll you got to be off camera entirely. You got to be off camera. Your legs got to be on camera. No, no, no. You got to go the other way. You got to change the angle. <laughs> you got to be where your face isn't on camera. The point is your face can't be on camera. Sorry, go on. I apologize. No, sorry. Right. Go ahead. I'm just going to say, you know, you got each company has somebody very similar in Layla Hirsch and, and Ivy Nile, people who I think are what women's wrestling needs. And mm -hmm. I'll just end with this. You know, I don't know if you guys are going to continue after I go, but. Uh, oh, before I you go, Brian, I do want to ask you something when you're done sure. with this before you go. Sure. Now, before you go, now finish what you're saying first, then I'll ask you. Well, go, no, go ahead, because you'll, uh, you'll see. No, go ahead. because I, I, I want to ask your thoughts, obviously, on the whole um, Ring of Honor situation. That is okay. a good question. That is a very good question. That's a very good question. I'm undecided with that. With, with the, I don't know what to make of Ring of Honor right now. And unfortunately, Ring of Honor is hard to watch by me. You know, I try to, uh, to watch it online. You can so watch it on Fight Network. Yeah, or fight that will get the free. All right, yeah, I gotta uh, get it. I, you fight know, or Ring of Honor app. I'm sorry. Fight or Ring of Honor app. Fight app or All Ring right. of Honor app. Because again, yeah, and, and I'll be honest with you, I'd love to watch it, but like we said last time I was on, there's so much wrestling you can't watch everything. Where do you? True. That's a good question. Where do you guys stand on that? On what? I, I, I feel bad for them because you know they're going out of business because they did right by the company. They right. did right by themselves. They they paid all their employees. But they're not going to hire pandemic. But they're not going out of business. Oh, they're, they're going to hire this, but, but but you know, born a miracle. Yeah, but yeah, born a miracle. It doesn't look good. It doesn't it look doesn't. good. And I love and I love. Why would they bring uh, Adam Shearer in if they were going out of business? Why would they bring a new faction with? Um, maybe they're hoping once their hiatus is done to build off of that. Yes, but you know, they lost a lot of money doing what they did. Yeah. And, and, and I liked Ring of Honor, and you, you look at all the great talent that came from Ring of Honor that started there. Yeah. And Everybody currently that's a big name in wrestling is a Ring of Honor guy. Pretty much. And, you know, and I and I loved, and even guys like what, the Beer City Bruiser? That guy's great. I mean, get it. I love when, and, and I'll just say, say, you know what, I love, I love when guys who – normally wouldn't most promotions wouldn't give them the time of day you know what you take somebody you take the paul Heyman. approach this is why paul Heyman belongs to the observer hall of fame he had a brilliant gift 
for taking anybody, no matter who they were, showcasing their strengths and hiding their weaknesses. And I'm telling you right now, you give Paul Heyman the, the book in any promotion. Absolutely. Make it work. And that's why I think Tony Khan might have to start guaranteeing money. Because if they, the only way Paul's going to come to you is for guaranteed money. He's not going to leave WWE's. You know what's funny uh, about that? Jim Cornette yeah. said something about Paul, Paul Heyman. If you bring Paul Heyman in, your, your AEW product will be immediately better. And Paul, uh, Jim Cornette yeah. hates Paul Heyman. But if even he you, said that you bring Paul Heyman in, your, your product's only going to improve. With that, well, his, and the same could be said for two other guys, Jim Cornette and another guy, Dutch Mantel. Vince yeah. had Dutch and Heyman at the same time. And I said the whole time, all Vince has to do is give the book to those two guys and you'll have a promotion. Vince doesn't Dutch want to do that. Impact. I'm sorry? Dutch booked it, booked impact. Dutch booked impact. Dallas did a nice book. job. I thought he did a nice job. I mean, those three guys have a great wrestling mind. The thing is, you've got to give them full control. If you're not going to give them full control, it's not going to work. And Vince doesn't give anybody full control. Tony, if Tony can give people, can give his blessing. It's, it's like, you know what, guys? It's like the owner of a sports team, okay? The owner's job is to find somebody he thinks he can trust, make him the GM, say, here's your budget, and I go win me a championship. That's what an owner's supposed to do. If they can let these guys run it the way they want to, it's fine. But you know what? And I'll just – before my last thing here, you know what I'm really glad to see? WWE is doing some crazy things with figures. They now have a goon figure. They have a Zodiac figure. I've been aching for them to do figures of guys like Mantar, T.L. Hopper, the gobbledygooker. Have fun with those guys, man. But no, I um, agree. It's a merchandising point. I get it. Absolutely. And the collectors will be all over, you know. So the butcher has actually been very hard to find. So um, hopefully that's one of the few things WWE has done right. But, um, butcher I'll, as I'll, in AEW Butcher or? No, as Brutus the Butcher Beefcake. Oh, WCW Butcher. Oh, Brutus the Butcher. Brutus the Butcher Beefcake. Oh, I'm going to my Brutus the Butcher. Oh, right. Yep. When he I, turned on I, Hulk Hogan, he was the Butcher in the Dungeon of Doom. Yep. Yeah. Imagine what, Zodiac, yeah. Imagine what they could do with a Mantar figure. That figure would probably be the only thing to ever good thing to ever come out of that horrible gimmick. But um, I and just having Jim Cornette in your corner. I'm sorry? And, and having Jim Cornette yeah. in your corner, which Jim Cornette well, has oh. on shoot said many times that he felt that was a rib to him. You well, know what I want? I want a figure for a Shockmaster. That, they oh. made one. They, the classic Superstars series, yeah. They made Tugboat, Typhoon, and Shockmaster. With the oh. stupid store, Stormtrooper helmet? Yeah, yeah, the whole nine yards. Yeah, go look it up. Yeah, but uh, I just want to end with this because unfortunately uh, my time's coming here. But I want to say a great time as always. I always a pleasure, my friend. Hope I'm invited back. Hopefully, I could be the first three time, three time, three time studio guest on uh, uh, Tension Wrestling Disorder. And I just want to say, you know, um, the reason I ended up on the show. As you guys, I know Jay knows this. I don't know about, uh, you. yeah, you guys know about this. You're on my Facebook. Um, my mother passed away in July. And mm-hmm. when I posted it, because because Lord knows she wasn't dead until I, you posted on social media. Nothing's oh, official. Cool. 
until you go on social media, right? You're, of course. you're not officially a couple. You're not officially. Oh married. no, 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 and, no. And, and and your loved one, no matter who it is, isn't officially dead until it's on social media. So said. I posted on social media, and Jay private messaged me privately, and well, obviously private messaged me privately, giving his condolences, and you know he went into his mother and all that, and, uh, same and we month, were talking the year before yours, same <laughs> month, right, 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 just before mine, and we got to talking about that. Though he he brought up wrestling, he says we have a wrestling show, and I said, well, if you need, ever need a guest, let me know. He said, all right, you're on our next one. So it's really <laughs> yep. cool how our mothers, even though they're not with us anymore, brought us all here together. It's great to reconnect with you, Jay. It's great yeah. to meet you guys, uh, Chuck and Rod. It's been a, it's been uh, the two great shows. I've had a great time. I hope I'm back. And I just want to say, um, you know, let's just remember all those that are no longer with us. Oh, let me, get, uh, let, me get, let me get a drink for this. Absolutely. Are you going to bring Rod, or am I going to? Everybody talking that Rod could say, because Rod said something that I don't want, I don't want people out there. Well, go ahead, Rod. No, um, um, you know, um, remember those who are not with us anymore and be grateful and take care of the ones that are still with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as my grandmother, may she rest in peace, would say, we're here today. Who knows what tomorrow? So enjoy every moment with everybody. Yeah. Be thankful for what you have and what you don't have. And listen, I wish you guys a, a great uh, 2022 with the show and with and your lives. Person. And with yeah. your lives. And uh, hopefully you have me back soon because Lord knows as long as there's shit being thrown to the floor, wall of wrestling, we'll have something to talk about. Absolutely. I agree. Right, gentlemen. It was an honor. It was a pleasure. It was a privilege. I wish you a happy new year. All of you who were nice enough to sit through this whole thing, God bless you. And uh, great. <laughs> we'll see you guys soon. All right. All right. Mr. B. Maddox. Later. Later, all the Maddox. best. God bless. Cheers, my friends. God bless. Later, bro. God bless. Cheers. Okay. So, all right. so thank you, Maddox, for being a part of. Yes, uh, once again. Attention wrestling disorder yet oh, again. Awesome time. Oh, yes. I'm didn't bring it up with those we've lost. I'm surprised you didn't bring it up, Rod. What's up, my Betty White? I am. Rest in peace, Betty. Yes. Also, rest in peace, John Madden this week. Yes, and also rest in peace, Dan Reeves, too. Who? How? Who? Dan Reeves. Yeah, you probably, yeah, you might, yeah, okay, it's, it's a football coach, so you might not know who he is. Oh, another football guy? How old was, yeah. how old was Madden, though? 85. He was 85, right? Yeah. He was up there. I did watch clips of Little Giants the other day. It was, it was and great. And then, um, as we were saying, you know, like, we talked about Roman before with um, COVID. Also, get well soon, Rich Swan, too, you know, especially COVID. considering yeah. he's got a baby on the way, too, so. Rich yeah, Swan, Roman Reigns. Who else has it? Those two, Tim, I know. I know. I, 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 Rollins had it, but I think he. Oh, Jake the Snake it. got it again. Yeah. Jake the Snake has it. No, he got it the first. I think. He, I know he had it all the time. You're no, right. he got it again. Yeah, yeah he, he had, had it, it earlier. Yes, he did. He had it. Oh yeah, because he was living with DDP, and DDP wouldn't let him back in the house. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I forgot about that. I remembered. And I, and I should be on that because I'm a DDP guy now. I used to never be Corey a Rod. Hey, Rod, what do I always tell you about Diamond Dallas Page? Oh, God. 
What is that? What what the hell did you just do? You ever seen uh, Ready to Rumble? Yeah. Yes. Remember when he goes like this to him and he goes, hey, hey, do you Uh, see Diamond Upside Down is a pussy? And he handcuffs him to the cage and throws the powder in his face. You idiot, that stuff doesn't work. That was a good movie. I mean, you know, I've been trying to find it on platforms and I can't. Well, I can't. It's oh, that's I gotta right. buy it on oh, DVD or something. I gotta show you guys what I... Hold on. I gotta show you guys what I bought for $1.25 the other day. Hold on. You know who else is a good heel manager that we didn't even talk about? Mr. Fuji? Hardy. Yep. Hardy. Hardy? No, Matt Hardy? Hardy. HFO. Yeah, Matt Hardy. He's technically both a wrestler and a manager. Yes, he is. Um, you know, I feel is still one of my favorite. Like, I liked Brian's top five a lot, but my personal one, I'd have to throw Mr. Fuji in there. Oh, Fuji, of course. What are you showing us? It's glaring. Pull it back a little bit. Queens. Pull forward, actually. Queens. Yeah, Rod, what is it? That Queens of the Ring movie that came out, like, a few, like, oh. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, who's the, who are they? I can't see who they are. Basically, it's a movie about like some cashiers. One of the, the one in the middle is trying to um, reconnect with her son, who's like a huge WWE fan. So they decide to become wrestlers. They train to become wrestlers. On a, you get cameos. But, um, I don't know. You might be able to find it. I'm not sure. Or is it a peacock? cameos by The Miz, Punk, and Eve Torres in it. So that tells you how old this is. I mean, at least is, 10 years uh, old. Is Captain Aziz the, the main villain like he was in the other one? Oh, no, not the song. Papa but that, I, actually, I actually like Main Event, though. That was actually a good movie. It was cheesy. Of course, I Ron tried, liked it. it. Pretty much, Ron, if it's wrestling it. related, you love it. I know. I tried, but I couldn't finish it. Okay, okay. I, I watched Do you it. remember I Body you Slam? Do you guys remember Body Slam with uh, Roddy Piper? And, yes, uh, it's my second favorite wrestling movie. Who was the other one? The other one was a well-known guy, too. It was Roddy Piper and his tag team partner was not Coco Beware, was a Samoan dude. I can't remember who, though. It wasn't Fatu. Oh, who the fuck was it? Haku? No, no. No, Haku's Tongan. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, Haku. yeah, you're right. Slam. Who the who was it? I want to say Sika, but it wasn't Sika though. It was Roddy. Uh, pa- but yeah, it was Sam, it was Tonga Kid. It was Tonga Kid, Jay. It was Tonga Kid. Okay. It was it was Haku's. It was um Fatu's brother. It was the Tonga Kid, the one that was Tama with uh, Haku. He was Haku's partner. He was with the Islanders. He was a Tonga Kid, also Tama. But yeah, he. Uh, they, they used to show that movie on HBO all the time. A lot. We all know what my favorite number one movie is for uh... wrestling. What? No Holds Barred. Yep. I love that movie. I that movie was great. I, I saw that in the movie theaters. I was too young for that. Hold on a second. All right. I hey, I'm about to get off here because I'm about to go eat. I'm like, stop. All right, guys. So I think we're wrapping. Let's wrap it up. Let me grab another. Let me grab my drink so we can toast it out proper. The two sweet toast. Another Pilsner. We're keeping it light. The only. Hey, I did finish that 90 minute IPA. And I kept my composure this time. Why is it called 90 minute IPA? Just 9% alcohol. 
Oh, it doesn't take you 90 minutes to finish? No, it's 9% alcohol. The reason the 60-minute is 6%. But why do you say minute, not 6%? That's just what they named the beer. <laughs> That's just what they named the beer. It's, it's a strong beer. It's supposed to knock you on your ass. It's killing my brain. Oh, Lucifer, which was a 9% from, like, I think it was German or sure. beer. It fuck it really yeah, it fucking knocked me on my ass and made me stub my toe really badly. Uh, uh, you gotta remember when, when when I got drunk when we had Dirk on the show, I had three beers before we started, and then I had like six of them while we were on, and they were all like seven percent apiece. So I was feeling good. I remember <sighs> drunk Chuck was amazing. Oh I know. If we, when next- what are you gonna eat? Because I'm hungry and I have no idea what I want to eat. I'm about no to have you some fish sticks, so. Fish sticks? Yeah. Roddy's One fish. of your friends commented about fish sticks on your post. Oh, because the our little old logo, Gordon's Fisherman. Was the Fisherman. Oh, Gordon Fish. Oh. Which reminds me, I'm wearing that shirt for uh, the Return Midnight Society show, which I just leaked oh. my appearance. But, um, yeah, for those who don't know, I'm in a band, the Midnight Society, and we're playing our first show back January 22nd, so. You know, and it's Wait, if you're going to play a character, I know who your singer should be. <laughs> she doesn't have the same name as uh, The Matrix. Nope. Don't know what you're talking about. Not Trinity or anything. Oh, my God. Don't know what you're talking about. Keep... Or do I? I can keep making, like, really bad Matrix jokes just because. I, I know. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> But I think uh, we're winding down, guys. Thank you, everybody, who listened. Thank you for Mr. Yes. Brian Mannix for uh, coming on. And thank you for uh, the Ch- the Beer City Chucker uh, gimmick today. <laughs> yeah, man. Happy New Year to all you guys. Yeah, I mean, happy New Year to all the day, yeah, Two days later, but what happened? It's one day later. It's January 2nd. Relax. You're good. Uh, how old, I hope you, um, New, Year's was good. New Year's Eve was the 31st. Okay, New Year's still, Day was it's, it's New Year's Day was yesterday. So it's, New still, Year's it's, the, hol- it's the holiday weekend, so you're good. It, it's all relative. Either way, Happy New Year's, everybody. Cheers to everybody out there. Enjoy 2022. We have a lot of stuff in store this year. We're only getting better. We're going to keep going. And uh, yeah. that's all I think else you well, guys got to add. Yeah. We'll keep having more We'll keep until you to talk about wrestling and yeah. do what we do. That's yeah. it. On that all note, I have get... left to say is boom later. Because that's all I got. Too sweet.